Okay, Idiots on Parade, here we are, uh, Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hello, Jake. How's it going? Yes, hello, Jake. Um, so I, I made a discovery last night that I wanted to share with Jake and, of course, uh, all seven listeners. Um, Jake, how familiar are you with uh, Japanese game shows? Not very. Um, I, I know they're a lot more fun to watch because, uh, the, like, you, you, if you listen to, like, an American game show guy, he'll be just kind of... Yeah, and this is what's going on, so we're about to do this. But if you listen to Japanese game show, it's just like, like it's, it's awesome, dude. I, I love watching <laughs> Japanese game shows. Yeah, they're exciting. And, and American game shows are, uh, you know, The Price is Right, uh, Wheel of Fortune. You know, they're very standard. They're very um, Jeopardy. You know, they're, there's, they're, they're very middle of the road there's nothing but japanese game shows are always something freaky or weird crazy. Yeah, yeah they they eat raw meat or i mean it's it's kind of like well i suppose fear factor it's fear factor with fun and like to the power of 10 okay i discovered uh via the if fear factor had music like <laughs> and like little cartoon characters dancing around yeah exactly, exactly what it's like um so I, I discovered last night via the interwebs and Facebook a Japanese game show. It is called Orgasm Wars. <laughs> I, I hope it's with the guys from Whisker Wars, man. I hope it's like the same exact people. That I don't know awesome. what Whisker what's Whisker Wars. Oh, it's it's just they like have contests for who can grow the biggest beard and shit. Oh, like okay. I've, I've never actually seen it, but I've, I've well, seen the, advertised before. Anyway. The, this is a contest, Orgasm War, and uh, I don't know if this is every episode, but the one that I found online and I watched was uh, they, they take a heterosexual male porn star uh, in Japan and uh, an actual homosexual gay man who's not a star, just a, a gay guy, and the object of the game is, can the gay guy blow the straight guy and make him orgasm? Or will the straight guy be able to go, nope, I'm not attracted to men. You can blow me all you want, but I will not come. See, I, I like that, but I think it's kind of like unfair because they're using straight porn stars. You know what I'm saying? Like not regular straight <laughs> dudes. I think it should be regular straight dudes because like porn stars... It's their job to stay hard all day. Like, you, you understand? Like, it's their job to, yeah, and people think with porn, it's like with hot chicks. It's like, yeah, man, but it's with hot chicks. But you have, like, a room full of people, like the fat porn directors, the guys who are in the sound guys, the guys who, like, wanted to get into porn but were ugly. So they're just standing around going, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 like, like, you have to keep hard during all of that. So, I mean, I think he's he's literally a professional key part you know what i mean so i think you would have to get like a straight dude i think you know what i say reverse it get a straight dude from the street and get a gay male porn star man <laughs> see my favorite thing my favorite thing here is when i first heard this i started laughing your first response was so thoughtful where like you were digesting it and you you hear the tone in your voice like well see the problem i have with this like like you went all einstein on it like i'm expecting laughter because it's so absurd but you do make a good point you are absolutely right it is their job to stay hard 
But I think the reason they did it is because you know you're only, you're not going to find any regular straight dude to, to accept a blowjob. At least no, the porn you, star. You, you'll, you'll find regular straight dudes to accept a lot of money, and I yes. think that is you know that is what you would have to do. Get homeless men. <laughs> I think your idea is fantastic, though. See if a straight guy can blow a gay guy to orgasm because he doesn't know what he's doing. No, well, no, 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 no. The, the gay guy blows his. I mean, you're not going to get. I mean, I guess you could do that. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be ultra... Um, That'd be the ultimate orgasm war, is to find a straight guy willing to blow a gay guy to see if he can bring the gay guy to orgasm. Like, all right, we'll give you 100 bucks to blow the gay guy, but 10000 if you make him come. So that makes yeah. it, you know, like, you find someone desperate enough to do it, and there's always someone... Yeah. But or this, how, this... how about this? Dude, dude, okay. We line up a row of, like five gay porn stars or whatever, right? And then you you have the straight, you know, five straight guys blowing the gay porn stars. And whoever makes the gay guy come first gets the most <laughs> So it's like a contest, man. They and, and we have the fun Japanese music. We blow that guy and you know, weird anime characters dancing around in the background as it's going on like yeah we could still do all of that what's again what's funny is i i I took all these notes while i was watching it because i figured you'd be asking questions like you know like dude how do they do that on tv i have no idea but again you just went thoughtful and started taking it somewhere else i mean i'll tell the listeners that don't know anyway but so what happens is the the porn actor stands uh, wearing he was first wearing a robe then he took the robe off he was wearing a bikini bottom and then he stepped into like a sort of voting booth, uh, a little stand that would only cover <laughs> his private area. And then the gay guy kneeled down and stuck his head through a curtain and started blowing him. And then there's commentary. There's like a Chris Collinsworth, you know, uh, color guy, an announcer who, and they're translating it all, who's saying things like, you know, like, oh, so while he's body buckles, did he come? What does his facial expression mean? And Tayuka grabs some tissues. What does this mean? I mean, it's just hilarious, and they, they take all these pauses, like, the, like, oh, they did factor in, I wanted to tell you, uh, the, the point you made that it's their job to stay erect, they gave it a time limit of 40 minutes, so the gay guy has 40 minutes to make the, the straight guy come, the, the porn so you actor. you said it's like, a, he can't even see the dude, it's like a glory hole type thing. Well, he can. Oh, so they're both in there together, okay, okay. Yeah, they, they, no, 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 okay. Uh, maybe I described it poorly. You're, they're standing in a room together. They make introductions, and the gay guy is uh, overweight and not very attractive, and the guy even comments on that. He goes, uh, I, I will not lose this uh, battle. I expected someone uh, attractive, you know, that this, this, I don't get turned on man, by men. Well, and then, like I said, he's wearing a robe. He takes the robe off, and he steps into... The, the booth is only big enough to cover his genitalia. It's not a full booth. It's like it's got an open bottom and an open top, so... When he's, it's like standing behind a half fence. Gotcha. Yeah, a half fence. And then the gay guy leans in. So you see his head bobbing back and forth as, uh, and then he takes little pauses and says things like, I will now do the throat hold, which I guess is like deep throating. And, uh, (laughs) finish him. And as I said, (laughs) (laughs) and then, uh, um, as I said, he grabs some tissues, and, and the guy comes out and wipes his mouth off. At the beginning, uh, they're, they're having like a Mexican standoff where the, the straight guy goes, I will not come. And the gay guy says, I will swallow. And, uh, and at the end, I mean, that's, that's the funny part is he has to swallow because what is he going to do at the end? Spit it out on camera or yeah, that, that I, would I have be, no idea. That would cheapen 
national television right there if he spit it out on camera. <laughs> or if he pulled out from behind the curtain and had a facial, like yeah. if, if, he, if he came up from behind the curtain. I mean, I guess you, you couldn't find a, an anorexic to do this because they wouldn't swallow. That's, that's true, man. Um, Isn't that an old joke? Like, what, never date an anorexic woman because she won't swallow? I don't know. No, I, I think no, I heard you that. Wanna, you wanna I'm not going to claim that to be original. You want to date anorexic women. You know why? Because, like, not even because I'm into thin women. It's, it's because I'm into really cheap restaurant bills, man. And that is why they're awesome. <laughs> So uh, do they, uh, what would you imagine, they, they uh, don't order food or wouldn't they, I suppose a bulimic, you never want to date a bulimic because then they'll order all the food and then just go puke it back up. Well, yeah, dude, you, you can take them to the, the, the nicest restaurant out there and yeah, dude, they're all, they're all like, yeah, I'll, I'll take more of this, you know, like I'll have one of everything for dessert. I'm not going to gain any weight anyway. So they can just like gobble and gobble and gobble like a, like a cute little female version of Kobayashi, man. And they just eat and eat and eat and just don't gain any weight, man. <laughs> and an hour later, they're hungry again. And it's it's crap, dude. But but no, man, I think, uh, like, a- anorexics have, like, weird I, – I mean, like, we focus on the physical aspects of it the most. But I actually dated an anorexic girl a while ago, man. And, yeah, they, they are batshit crazy, man. It's uh, It's like a weird – mental thing with them like because one thing she told me like she wasn't even that bad when when like we were dating it was uh you know she still was was like a total like only ate a few vegetables a day and did like two hours of cardio so yeah she was like borderline and she was like skinny as hell but she used to be worse man and she told me that like when she was like real bad and like getting committed and all that for anorexia. Wait, committed? That's I, oh yeah. Okay, well I'm let me. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I've I've only known I've I've met an anorexic and I know one and uh, yeah she had to like her she went to therapy and her therapist said I am not going to talk to you anymore until you start gaining weight like that it was like a last ditch. Either way, you keep going and then I'll talk. But yeah, that, that's fucked up when it gets to be that far. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean they they have like different. And it was I, – I always kind of assumed that to them it was about like looking good or whatever. But I think like once it gets past a certain point, it's it's not, man. They they kind of like fall into – it becomes like a weird addiction. It's like a guy at a bar who's already like thrown up on himself but is still trying to order another drink. You know what I mean? Like he's not trying yeah. to get to a level of feel good anymore. Like it's, it's something else, man. And like because one thing that she told me that it was she said like uh, – the the thing that like pisses anorexics off the most that people tell them is you're looking healthier you know because healthier to most people means you're gaining weight yeah i was just gonna say that that pisses him off well that's that's a southern thing um if you go down south uh, you you find someone that's 300 pounds and they will literally say well she looks healthy you know like they they use healthy as a descriptive term instead of uh fucking your fat you know like they they take someone that's morbidly obese and say really? well they're healthy yeah so that's that's just there's enough obese people in the south that it's 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 like politically correct to just call them over healthy he's healthy as fuck he's so healthy he needs a scooter <laughs> like that, that's crazy man well like i Going back to what you said, like I've, I've I had a friend uh, that, that dated an anorexic girl once, and I didn't know until after we hung out. Like we we went to uh, an Indian restaurant, and she ordered um, pureed spinach, 
and I think just vegetables, like like you said, the anorexic eat vegetables. But yeah, that's that's all I eat, man. It's I mean, it's pretty much it. That and fruit, maybe some like like fish type stuff. But yeah, they really don't eat yeah. much. Man. Well, the the thing was. It was weird because, like, I, I didn't know her that well. Uh, I, you know, it was just I was hanging out with a buddy, and uh, the only way to describe it is at the time when I didn't know she was anorexic, it was like eating with a child because the food came. Like, she ordered, <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick here, like, the food came. She ordered pureed spinach and vegetables, and when it got in front of her, she started saying things like, I don't know what's in this. What's in this? I, I need to I need to find out what's in this. And, and I'm sitting at the table, like, it's it's Indian food. It's pureed spinach and vegetables. That's yeah. But what if they cook it in this? What if they deep fry? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like I didn't know. And then afterward, apparently uh, we went we went our separate ways. And, and the guy said she had to call the restaurant and ask them how they prepare the food after eating it. After like begrudgingly going, well, I'm eating this, but I'm not happy about it. I'm like, what the fuck? It's pureed spinach, and yeah, yeah it was it was it was. Like I said, it was like eating with a child. You laughed, but I was I was taken back. I'm like, this is fucking weird. And then to find out it's it's a psychological uh, hang up. Okay, I get that, but I don't. Like I understand you have this hang up, yeah, it's, it's but weird, it's it's like an addiction. Just fucking, I, I get it if you don't want to eat Twinkies and Snickers bars, but if you're eating pureed spinach and vegetables, you shouldn't be throwing a conniption fit in a restaurant. Yeah, no, man, they they get like that, and they're they're way like picky eaters, and go into restaurants with them. It's like you know that 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 scene in Five Easy Pieces with Jack Nicholson, yeah, yeah, where he's like chicken trying salad to get the toast sandwich, over. yeah, the, or the yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like watching that, but like with just trying to get vegetables <laughs> the way they want them. Like it's crazy. Every every order is like watching that scene, only not Jack Nicholson, like just with some skinny girl that doesn't throw things at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're at home, she'll throw things at home. Uh, how how uh, how long did this? I mean, was it like uh, a constant? Oh my god! Did you learn to just become a shut in, or how do you how do you deal with that? Uh, it was it was weird, man, because I, I was the, the the girl that I dated was like 110 pounds, right? And and well, if she was you know, like five, five foot two, eight, like that. that could be acceptable. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, it was she wasn't like unhealthy no she was like way way toned and stuff you know what i mean because she wasn't like to where she just wasn't eating right you know she was like to where she was just eating enough to where it's like okay i guess you're technically not too too skinny you know what i mean like it was it was weird but like uh she'd constantly ask me like every day like hey do i look fat do i look fat like dead serious yeah. you know what i mean even though she was like five eight and like a rail you know and so my just natural reaction was to like make jokes like yeah your hip bones look at all flabby you know what i mean like <laughs> that's jutting I can, out I can start to, yeah i can barely see a couple of your ribs there you know from a distance it's kind of gross you know what i mean and and she, i would just fucking joke about it you know and she would just like fuck you i'm going to the gym and yada 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 like just could not that was like the one thing i could not joke about was was that she was fat and you know when you have a little like pencil asking you if she's fat i mean like it's funny by itself and so it's hard for me not to make jokes i mean i suppose i suppose i mean i'm I'm guessing it didn't start right away but you get like not i don't want to i don't want to say you don't you get pushed into that corner but you just you reach a breaking point that's a better way of putting it like i'm sure the first couple times it might have been confusing like no you you look fine no you and then like after however long you're like oh jesus christ are you kidding me is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now and then you will snap and be like, if anything, you are the other extreme 
you you are muscly where win, women shouldn't be, and you have no curves where women should. And it's kind of, I don't like it in the dark because I feel like I'm going at it with a weird skinny vegan dude on a Japanese game show <laughs> for money. That's what I feel like is going on here. I uh... And then she'd say, you're just saying that to make me feel better. And then it was just you're crazy, you know? <laughs> you're weird. You're just saying, you're calling me a skinny vegan male to make me feel good. Yeah, you have yeah. the body of a 14-year-old boy. Really? I love you. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, because that's with that, that thing with the whole, oh, you're looking healthy thing and not, not liking that. That's like, a, I mean, they're not going for, you know, Marilyn Monroe. They're not going for Jennifer Aniston. They're, the, the, they're going the, for the Kate Moss. Hardcore. Yeah, I mean, like their dream, their dream when they're like straight up anorexic is, is to have – a starving Somalian wander out of the desert and fall down in front of them. And like right before they die, their last words are, I haven't eaten in two months, but you make me look fat. <laughs> you look like Barbie in the fifties before the women's rights groups made her a fat plastic slob. Ugh. I thought you were going to say that the, uh, <laughs> um, that the Somalian uh, wanders out of the desert and then gives her the last morsel of food. Like, Oh, you need this more than I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the one, I, I the, the, the one that I knew that I, that I was an, an acquaintance with, um, not not the friend uh, not the one my friend dated her I only met a couple times but the one I actually uh, know like I I'm not friends with her but I'm a, I would say I'm a good acquaintance and uh, I gotta protect her identity um, so I can just say that I heard a lot about her um, I, I, she worked with uh, someone I know she worked with some, so I would hear these stories like I said about going to therapy and the therapist finally starting to cut her off and saying look and like her friends had to have an intervention with her her friends said you were and so I would hear these stories like wow it sounds bad it sounds bad but you know I've met her she doesn't look bad I've met her but when you're an acquaintance with someone uh, you know you don't see them every day well I finally saw her after hearing stories of these like for two months for two months I would hear the updates okay her friends are gonna have an intervention she and when I saw her, she looked like, you said, a Somali starving child, like an Auschwitz victim. I mean, just her her bicep was thinner than my wrist. And it was, it was she looked emaciated. And yet when she looked in the mirror, uh, she thought she had to lose more weight. There was just something, I, I never found out what it was. Uh, and like, you ever watch that show Intervention? Uh, where people are at it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I, I mean, I, I haven't, I, I'm familiar with it. I haven't like, seen well, I mean, it. basically anything when there's alcoholism, anorexia, yeah. severe, I mean, there, it traces back to something. If they got molested or raped or, you know, uncle dirty finger touched them. Yeah, it, no, it, it is. It's really like a side effect of them being bad shit. Crazy. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I didn't realize was, was going on because I, I, I never took it seriously before I, I went out with there. I always just looked at anorexia like, oh, Rich girl doesn't want to eat a cookie. Well, I guess I'll eat the cookie. Here, here, rich girl. Look at this. Look at, look at. You, you, you bite, you mash, and you swallow. Grab another cookie and try it again. We got this. <laughs> but you got this. So how does it get? But, but I didn't realize. Combated. You know what I mean? After I dated her, I was like, that's like, you know, I mean, really, I don't know how it gets combated, man, because like she wasn't like technically anorexic when I was when I was dating her. But, I mean, she was, like, right at that fucking threshold, man. 
and and she showed me pictures from when she was in high school and like in the psych ward and all that man and and yeah dude like she was like you were saying i mean there it was it was crazy you know uh and so i i don't know man i think like if that's one of those questions like i i don't know how to help it you know what i mean if there's anybody out there with like an anorexic girlfriend um i would say i would say crush up all right take some carbs crush them up with like a blender and sprinkle them on her salads like while she's not looking you know what i mean like get those extra powdered bread a bit of calories in there yeah yeah that's what i would something filling i mean uh, the one you're talking about um if you saw pictures in high school what is she now uh, 20s 30s i mean if she if she's borderline maybe she's improving maybe uh a decade from high school absolutely yeah high school because she's not that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe in 10 more years, it'll all be like, I, I look at the reverse. This is a stupid example, I, I guess, because I don't really know her story. Not not your girl, the, the girl I'm about to mention, like Carrie Underwood. Do you know anything about Carrie Underwood? Uh, I've, I've heard the name. Well, she was on American Idol, and I remember when she first appeared on American Idol, she looked like a normal person. You, you see pictures of her, and she looked, uh, she was very pretty. But then once she won... She got thrown into the Hollywood weight machine, and today she looks sort of plastic and too thin and not good. She looks very—it's—it's—it's it's, it's one of those. I, I guess it's a bad example, but I—that's uh, the only one I could think of is a before and after with Carrie Underwood, where she used to be this normal Midwestern girl from Oklahoma, and now she's this sort of pinup poster for dieting, I guess. And she, I think she looks less attractive today yeah. than when she first appeared on the scene, which makes me a pervert because I. She probably appeared on the scene. Someone will look it up and say, yeah, she was 16 back then, and then I'll look like a fucking pedophile. Gross. So if she was 18, then yeah, she looks good. It's different on TV, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to tell on TV, man. They got all that makeup and stuff yeah. like that. You, know, you can't be held accountable for what, what special effects and all that kind of thing do. What they should do is... Uh, uh, I was trying to think of a joke, and then I lost it. I was trying to relate this all the way back, and I'm not sure how to uh the the gay straight japanese porn show how would uh, you relate that to women i know i'm I'm jumping off a cliff here uh but i i had a joke in my head that i completely lost how how would oh, you get straight because oh, okay. women always are known for experimenting anyway and i uh, fucking i'm losing it we're, we're jumping topics all over the place just i thought i had a joke and i don't all right we could we could uh we could get anorexia girls right we could get anorexia girls and put big pies in front of a big cake, and like whoever <laughs> finishes the cake first just gets a lot to, of money, to... or like whatever anorexic girls like. You know what I mean? Uh, workout equipment gets a free gym membership for like a year. Yeah, whatever anorexic girl finishes the cake first gets a free gym membership for a year. But they gotta eat the cake, and you gotta sit there, and 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 they'll even have like a weird since it's in Japan, they'll have like dudes dressed like little cartoons eels in the cake like, and whatever do you feel fat you look fat with that pie oh you can't finish that pie can you fatty you know what i mean and like it'll be awesome <laughs> you ever watch the the show the biggest loser you ever hear that one they they kind of do that there because they, they take huge people and make them lose weight and at some point halfway through the show they always present them with a challenge which is hey uh, you've you've lost all this weight but Look, it's a cake. It's Snickers bar. They take their favorite junk comfort food and present it with them like, okay, uh, 
So you can have a cheat day if you want. And then they show these people wrestling with, oh, my God, I used to love hot oh, dogs and beer. Like, they ain't even helping them at that point. <laughs> just be a dick. No. Exactly. I was like, this is what got you uh, fat, and now we're helping you lose weight. But you can just have, you know, one Kit Kat, right? And they really struggle with it because it's like alcoholism. If they have the, if the, it's like, oh, the taste of chocolate hits their taste buds. And yeah, yeah. instead of just having one, they want two, three, four, right. five, ten. And that, that's another reason I never really took anorexia that seriously because I was like, dude, we have the worst, like, overweight problems on the planet if anything we could use some really emaciated girls to like lower our national bell curve you know <laughs> just as like a national number like they're doing great things for their country plus we can take the food they're not eating and send that shit to starving people ain't that the problem we got too much food they don't have enough like she's killing two birds with one cookie or whatever you know what i mean by not eating it so i always was just like Fuck it. who cares but i mean then i, I dated one and i'm like no it's it's actually their bad shit crazy and they're they're starving themselves that it does suck you know i like your take on it though i mean it's it's uh i don't know um that's funny it's just funny as all it's just it's just funny um i'm trying to trying to i i can't top that i, I can't go anywhere it's too we good can, all right we do we could talk about <laughs> we could talk about my 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 job that i that i had for a day um with uh, all right uh day are you already done yeah yeah oh, i didn't tell you about that yeah, yeah. No, okay, no. So, we got a few minutes. Uh, the, okay, so let me, uh, the last uh, I heard, uh, Jake, you had gotten a job at Greenpeace, and the joke I was going to make, hey, it's the one uh, uh, one uh, area that France can actually win a war against, because uh, I remember that they, they sank the France shot on a Greenpeace ship and sank the Rainbow Warrior back in the day, but apparently you're telling me that, yeah, that didn't last. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I started at 7 a.m. a couple days ago, and I quit at 5 p.m., man, because basically... Uh, they, I, 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 I agree with like a lot of their, their causes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like they, I think we should be doing more to combat global warming and, and, and that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, man, the job was like, they, the way I heard it, the way I it made, they made it sound or, or whatever, it was, it was going to be like part in the office and then a few hours out on the street trying to get people to sign up for like email lists and whatever stuff like that. yeah 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 and that turned into well we all met up at the office and then went out and stood in the cold rain for eight hours trying to get new yorkers to sign up for monthly donations <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare a fucking nightmare dude so you sign up with the best intentions, like you're gonna change the world, Greenpeace. You're gonna save the the polar bears, and then you're gonna stand on a street corner. You were that guy, uh, like waving the sign, you know, like hey, get your taxes done here. You got a big sign, and you're dressed in a costume. That's you. You're out on the street corner, uh, fucking dude. And if yeah, they'd have us in pairs, and and one of us would get people going one way, the other one the other way, and we'd each have a clipboard and a little over shirt that said Greenpeace. Like hey, man. You got a minute to talk about the environment? <laughs> no, it's raining. Okay. Now, <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't want to be. I've been out here for six hours in the rain. I don't want to be out here either. I I don't give a fuck. I don't even. Like, did you and the partner? Did you? Did I, you and your uh your, your uh the the partner the person you were hooked up with? Did you ever look at each other at one point and go, you know, we could just go fucking sit in Starbucks for six hours drinking coffee and then you know go back to the office Actually, and say, oh, nobody signed up. Or you could just sit in Starbucks and as people sat down next to you, go, hey, you want to sign this? No? All right, thanks. Yeah. Well, you know, they would, they would, 
we'd take a break every like hour and 15 minutes, a little 15 minute break. And we'd all meet up and then we'd switch who we were with. But uh, my, my first shift of the day, the guy straight up quit after half an hour. <laughs> I had, I was like, dude, I don't blame you. This fucking sucks, man. Like I, I just, I, I don't want to quit it after literally one hour, but I was like, I'll damn sure quit it after literally one day. Because are you gonna go get a one day paycheck? Are you gonna go pick up your one day paycheck? Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Well, you're just gonna actually, donate it, it might, to the it cause. Be, just let them. Yeah, yeah, dude. They could because I feel like they definitely paid me more money than than, than I made for them. But I, I know they were disappointed when I told them I was leaving at the end of the day because I got more people to sign up than anybody else out there on the street. I mean, out of like ten of us, I got the most people. I got one. <laughs> I got one person. And you know they're begging me, don't go. You've got one person in only eight hours in the rain. You're like a fucking canvassing Jesus. You come back from the dead <laughs> to get rained on for our sins. What you should have coming. You should have used that as as a uh, like. Uh, hey, uh, since I'm so good, management. I need a managerial position to stay. I will. Uh, I will be the supervisor telling the people uh, to go out onto the street and get signatures while I stay here in the Greenpeace no, office. The supervisors were out there too, man. Two of that- them were out there. Okay, and I, I guess they, <laughs> they, they, they each got one, I think, too. You know what I mean? But like out of, out of all of us that were like starting out, you know what I mean? Like I was the only one that got one, and I think they each only got one, maybe two. And I mean, because it was fucking raining, dude. You know, like uh, be why, honest, no be fucking stop. honest. Do you think New Yorkers are really gonna stop uh, on the nicest day in June or July and and sign a goddamn petition for anything? <laughs> no, mo- most of them, no. Oh, this wasn't just signing a petition. This was signing. Oh, and donate like money, yeah. yeah, 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 like a like a monthly like twenty dollars donation to Greenpeace, man. So it's like, and the thing is, is we were a dime a dozen because there was a bunch of other groups out there doing that shit too. <laughs> and so your one signature, that guy can get you. So you get an email, and and Greenpeace sends him a link. Hey, remember when you signed this? And he goes, "What? Oh, fuck off!" And doesn't even donate the money. So you got a signature, well, no, but it no, doesn't. No, you sign up right there, man. You you sign. Up oh, so you're signing account. a contract. Okay. Your contact info, and and you call up on on the phone, and 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 then they give their their credit card info. So you you are signing. Them well, up, well, you know well, what I mean. But what I'm saying, when you call and ask for the credit card info they could still say yeah i've changed my mind yeah no that that happened to me with one uh i i had the the credit card person on on the phone and then she was like oh yeah i don't have my card on me (laughs) so you almost had two yeah i almost had two and yeah dude one of the things though that kind of like i was like i don't know about all this shit is they they had us out there like like i was i was doing the rainforest you know and one of the things they were saying is, oh, the, the Sumerian tigers or whatever, they're, they're going extinct. And I didn't use that one on my pitch because I was like, dude, I kind of don't give a fuck about the tigers. Like, it seems counterintuitive to my own survival to try to save animals that could eat me, you know? <laughs> Just, because think about it, dude. If we were going extinct, would a tiger try to collect donations to save me or would it just fucking eat me? You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of dick animals. And, and so – like, I'm I mean, going to go against you. I like tigers more than I like most people because at least they're pretty. And yeah, I'm yeah, not I, in the, the rainforest, so I don't have to worry about it. You know, Yeah, I was just going to say, go pet a tiger. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take that <laughs> argument after you fucking get in a tiger cage and pet one. Uh, I never said I was going to. tell me how pretty it is up, up close, man. Because yeah. they're dicks, bro. 
They're dick. And, and no, I, I get I get what you're saying. Tony the Tiger was awesome. They're cool he gave us frosted flakes. Yeah, but I heard that dude's not even real, man. I heard he's he's <laughs> just like a, a corporate conspiracy. Well, and he also to get, to get children to eat stuff that gives them diabetes. I was whatever. just gonna make the diabetes joke. I was just gonna say that we're all full circle back to fat people, so that we can end it there because we're crossing thirty, which is where we like to keep yeah. it. But that's perfect. Tony but, the Tiger is going extinct, and with him, the death of diabetes. Maybe. But no, man. And okay, hear hear me out on the the, the Tiger thing though. Okay. I, I didn't like doing it because I. I've never believed in an afterlife because I'm not superstitious or, or whatever, right? But, like, if there is an afterlife and by some small chance I die by getting mauled by a tiger. Like, I don't want to be up there at the gates or whatever and they're like, wait a minute, man. But it says here you were trying to save them fucking things. Well, then, no, you can't. You got to wait in line for benefits, man. You don't get <laughs> benefits right away. Because, look, we got a bunch of cancer victims up here that weren't out trying to collect donations to save cancer. So, fucking, you got to wait. <laughs> that makes sense. That is a parallel. All right, Mr. Jake. Uh, fun. I enjoyed it. I think yeah. I think it was weird. I'm not sure how we went from Japanese uh, game show straight blowjobs to anorexia to Greenpeace. But we did it. That's how there we, we roll. All right, everyone, yeah. thank you for listening. Oh, uh, one more thing, uh, listeners. This is the Jake. You'll find this. I get emails uh, from people. It's it's happening more and more uh, who want to be on the podcast, which I find odd. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, if, if you want to be on the podcast, hit us with a unique topic, something original to you. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll take it from there. Or as always, if you if you don't want to be on, email us uh, your 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 joy, your anger, your everything, and uh, we will tell you to sleep with uh, Polish women and pee in light sockets. Yeah, it's a two step process. That's actually the cure for anorexia too. On a Japanese game show, you have to do that while getting chased by cartoon Japanese tigers. That's what. Bam. That's what it is, man. That's it. We, we found the cure to anorexia with this whole podcast. Peeing in a light socket on a Japanese game show, having sex with a woman, being the 100,000th partner. Perfect. <laughs> All right, yep. Jake. Yep. Thank you so much. All right. Later. Take it easy, man. Later.